Let me tell you a little bit about my personal journey to Silicon Valley from India 22 years ago. Growing up in India, like many of you, I got my first telephone when I was 12. In my case, it turned out to be a rotary phone, so it wasn't that great for selfies, but I still loved to call my friends, play with it, and sometimes take it apart. That telephone cemented my fascination with technology. I remember in my parents' house in Chennai, reading about the invention of the transistor at Bell Labs. Of course, that initial invention helped found what became known as Silicon Valley, and out of that came companies like Fatchild Semiconductor and Intel, and all the computers and software that we all use today. You can draw a direct line from that invention to the technology that powers your Twitter feed or your WeChat messages today. I remember reading about that and thinking, it's the idea that matters. It didn't matter where you come from or what your background is. One revolutionary idea, one brilliant invention can unleash other entrepreneurs to revolutionize industries in ways you could never predict. The people who build the transistor in many ways enable the entrepreneurs who are using incredible processing power to analyze data and diagnose cancer. In the same way, the invention of smartphones and GPS has enabled other companies to build apps that revolutionize the way we travel around cities. That's why I came here. I had a deep desire to be part of this exchange of ideas, this community of entrepreneurs. And coming to the global hub where this was all happening, I felt welcomed and embraced. People didn't care where I came from, only my ideas and hard work mattered. I'm not alone. The Valley attracts people from all over the world. That is why you're here. I'm excited that over 700 entrepreneurs from over 170 countries are joining us here today. The possibility that anyone with the right idea at the right time can have an impact on others that is no longer limited to a single place. It's possible everywhere. In India, Another early and insightful decision was to create the Indian Institutes of Technology. These are leading engineering and technical institutions that are government supported. I still vividly remember as a teenager jumping onto a crowded train in Chennai and traveling for 24 hours to attend my school at IIT Kharagpur. And that opportunity changed the course of my life. These institutions over many decades have played a huge role in creating generations of skilled entrepreneurs in India. There are many countries helping to create positive environment for their entrepreneurs. What we are seeing now is an unprecedented global opportunity. In China, a few months ago, I met entrepreneurs combining social, commerce, and business platforms in entirely new and unique ways. And earlier, I mentioned a game built by an entrepreneur from Vietnam and he created Flappy Bird. He was a developer from Hanoi who wanted to create simple games, non-violent games, that reminded him of why he fell in love with gaming in the first place. And it quickly became one of the world's most downloaded games for Android and iPhones. Great ideas in technology no longer come from just Silicon Valley. They can and do come from anywhere. And now they can quickly reach scale. I see hubs growing all over the world Germany, Brazil, UK, Israel, China. The latest figures say that 21% of adults across 60 countries 
intend to start a business in the next three years. And there are over 200 million women around the world who are starting or running a business. It's clear that Silicon Valley is now as much an idea as a place, and it is an ideal of what's possible. And those of us who are lucky enough to have benefited from being in Silicon Valley or hubs like it, owe it to the world to set a good example and clear a path for others. And that is another reason I'm excited to be here speaking to you. Because businesses, academia, and governments all play an important role in removing these barriers. The internet itself is a perfect example of this. It's arguably the greatest economic engine of all time. And its success is largely a result of early collaboration between the US government, the private sector, and researchers from academic institutions, including Stanford. They worked together and made deliberate policy choices to keep the platform open and borderless. The course of history shows that this open model can unleash innovation, opportunity, and benefits for people everywhere. In the US, recently the departments of state and commerce appointed digital economy officers who will work to remove barriers and help entrepreneurs reach communities around the world. At Google, we are committed to playing our part to foster the next generation of entrepreneurs. Our Google for Entrepreneurs team has established a number of campuses. These provide space for entrepreneurs to build and work together in major tech hubs to take their ideas and go global. We have opened campuses in London, Madrid, Sao Paulo, Seoul, Tel Aviv, and we look forward to reaching new cities in the future, and perhaps welcoming some of you to drop by. Google tools help businesses launch and grow every day. More than 30 million small businesses globally rely on at least one Google product to find customers, to grow, and to be productive. Training. We are also committed to train 5.5 million people on digital skills, investing over $140 million during the past year. In the next year, we aim to provide free digital skills training to one million young people in Africa alone. At Google, entrepreneurship is in our DNA. Google was founded here at Stanford, and the company's first home was in a garage just a couple miles from here. Like many of you in the audience, our founders were two young people with a vision of a better future, a better way, and, and they decided to follow their dreams. We now live on our own campus down the road and in dozens of countries, but the spirit continues. In fact, our most popular products almost all began as big ideas that small entrepreneurial teams dreamed up and made happen. Gmail started with one person's passion to reinvent email. Today, it has over one billion monthly active users. Our browser Chrome a small team's obsession to bring a faster, more secure web to everyone now has over a billion monthly active users. Cardboard, our virtual reality viewer, two engineers in our Paris office had an idea of what's possible with a piece of cardboard and a phone. Now more than five million viewers are taking people to new worlds. Using cardboard, teachers can take their classes on virtual field trips from the Great Barrier Reef to Machu Picchu. First Lady Michelle Obama made this part of her Reach Higher Education initiative. More than 1 million students from 11 countries have gone on virtual field trips. And today, 
We are making cardboard available to LGBTQ centers around the world so people who cannot physically attend pride parades and festivals this weekend can still have the pride experience. All of this came from two engineers in Paris' bright idea. We don't know what's next or where it'll come from, but we know that the barriers to entrepreneurship and to bringing ideas to global audiences are tumbling. People working anywhere in the world, born anywhere in the world, can create a product and make it available to anyone in the world. The most used messaging app in Southeast Asia was built by a young man born in Ukraine who moved to the U.S. And the three most popular viral games in the U.S. in recent years came from entrepreneurs in Finland, Ireland, and Vietnam. You're the ones building the next Google, the next Spotify, the next Tesla, the next, well, we don't even know, but what I know is that someone in this room will build it. I know how much hard work it takes to pursue a dream of building a business. The long hours, time away from family, the rejection, the ideas you know are brilliant that just don't seem to catch on. There is a great quote from Thomas Edison that does the best job of defining what it's like to be an entrepreneur. I have not failed, I have just found 10,000 ways that don't work. Everyone here is part of a tradition that stretches all the way back to Edison and up to companies like Google today. It's about more than building apps to make money. It's about transforming industries, creating millions of jobs, curing diseases, fighting global warming, and making our schools richer environments for our children. So I hope you enjoy your time here in Silicon Valley, and I hope you find the summit invigorating, and that when you get home, it encourages you to continue building. We're all looking to you, the world is counting on you, and we can't wait to see what you build next. Thank you.